Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, we have with us a friend from across the pond, um, Mr. Chris Barrow. Say good morning. A very good morning, Patrick. Thank you so much for bringing me on to the dental brief. It's great to be here. Yeah, and we're we're recording this in the in the morning. Obviously, it's in the afternoon um, where you're at, Chris. I want you to jump right in. Tell us about your background. Tell us how tell us how you got uh, to begin working with dentists. Sure, sure thing. I uh, I am rather dubiously uh, celebrating fifty one years of continuous full time employment this year, and uh, what's interesting about that is that that career has been split pretty much right down the middle. And so for the first 25 years of my career, literally from leaving high school, I worked from the bottom rung of the ladder, probably about two thirds of the way up the ladder in financial services. And by the early 1990s, um, I was what would nowadays probably be called something like a certified financial planner. Uh, But I decided to make a career transition and move into the world of business coaching and uh, certified and qualified as a business coach in the early 90s. And frankly, back then, the definition of a client was anybody who would have me. Um, But a very strange thing happened back in 1996, which is that through a series of word of mouth recommendations, I found myself getting referred from one dentist to another without even looking for that to happen. Uh, But within a very, very short space of time, I recognized two things. First of all, I really got along with these people. And secondly, it was very clear that they had challenges in business uh, for which I, I had some of the answers and I was able to facilitate the implementation of those answers. So 1997, I became a full-time business coach in the UK dental sector and here I still am. And the only thing that's really changed is that over the last 10 years probably, and of course until about a year and a half ago, uh, I was starting to do some work overseas. So the core client base has always been in the UK and Ireland. But over the last five or 10 years, I've done some work with clients in the United States, Canada, in South Africa, in Australia, New Zealand as well, and a little bit in what we now call continental Europe again. Um, So um, I've done about 26 years now full-time in dental business coaching. I'm a freelancer, very, very happy freelancer. I work for myself. I've got a support team of two people and uh, I seem to be very busy. And I've recently announced my retirement, Patrick. Uh, That's the 9th of September, 2053, because I'll be be 100 years old on that date, and I've decided I'm going to reconsider my position when that comes around. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to retire when you're young. You want to retire when you still have a lot of life left and you can enjoy things, right? You can get to the warm waters and sit on the beach and play... uh, cricket and or, or uh, cro- 
crochet, croquet, is that what it's yeah, called? Croquet is what you're looking for. And the croquet. last person that played that in the UK was about 300 years ago, I think. But it, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So I think crochet is something too. I think crochet is what my wife does while we watch TV yeah. in the evenings. <laughs> so, you know, you, you've worked in all these countries. Yeah. And now, you know, I think a lot of the times uh, dentists and people in practices think that a lot of problems that they have are very unique to just dentists. And then they're also just unique to their geographic area. But the, the truth of the matter is a lot of problems that dentists have, all businesses have, right? And they're worldwide, right? They're yeah. not just in one area with one set of laws, one regulation and one type of patient. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent agree. And, and uh, as I've traveled around, I, I've got to tell you, the very first time I stood in front of a workshop audience in Mumbai in India, and uh, that would have been about five years ago now. And uh, I had a group of about 200 people that had signed up for a two day workshop. And I've got to tell you, my knees were knocking together because uh, I thought, number one, um, are the jokes going to work? Uh, number two, uh, is the material going to be transferable or am I going to find that I'm working in an entirely different environment? And we got about 10 minutes in and I, I kind of cracked a joke. Everybody started laughing and I thought, okay, it's just a normal day at the office. And uh, we started talking about the same old, same old uh, uh, problems around financial modeling, around marketing, around patient journey, around leadership and management of teams, around overall strategy. And of course, Dentistry in Mumbai and New Delhi is very, very different from dentistry in Melbourne um, or, or, you know, Boston, uh, because it's an incredibly different culture and environment. But when it comes down to delivering um, a healthcare service to human beings, it's a lot of the same stuff. And, uh, and as those travels have extended. I've had nothing but confirmation of that fact. So let's get into some of these international problems and challenges. What are some of the things that you're hearing and seeing right now facing? What are people calling you about? Well, yeah, yeah. well of course, we're, we're in a particular situation at the moment, which I'm going to call the pandemic environment. And I, I, don't, I don't know whether we want to get bogged down with the pandemic environment. But, but it, uh, I will make this observation, which is that it's, it, it has brought us even closer together in terms of the ways that we've had to react uh, to, to the pandemic and, and the solutions that have manifested themselves over time. But even before COVID-19 came along, uh, you, you talk about the issues. And, and in some respects, I've made reference to those. You know, no, number one, um, the, there are a lot of dental business owners um, who have to go on a very, very rapid learning curve when it comes to financial modeling, uh, financial management, understanding benchmarks, understanding KPIs, and also understanding how, how to make every room in a dental office profitable because that can be quite a challenging thing to do. And it's really interesting how often, when I'm working with a new client, uh, how often the, the journey begins at financial understanding. And my, my experience over the years is that once you can work with owners and managers to gain that fundamental financial understanding, that can lift their level of confidence quite significantly. You would then move on to a very obvious candidate, which is the challenge of what we would call marketing, um, how you get new patients in through the door, how you get existing patients to buy more treatment. And of course, what's happened in the age of the internet uh, is that marketing has kind of subdivided into uh, digital marketing, 
as opposed to what I describe as human interest marketing. So, you know, digital marketing is about how do you get your message out in this incredibly noisy digital world in which we live? How do you get noticed? Uh, but I have to say that even after all of these years, I've got a massive personal preference for what I would call human interest marketing. And that is how do you engage your patients as your advocates, your ambassadors, ultimately your unpaid sales force? How do you get your patients to want to do the word of mouth recommendations and digital recommendations that grow businesses so much nowadays? Number three, the patient journey. How do you deliver a patient journey, which nowadays is going to lead ultimately to a five-star Google or Facebook review, because whether we like it or not, ultimately those reviews are, are, are of paramount importance because consumers are now reading reviews as part of their market research in every aspect of our uh, commercial lives. Um, and then finally, the thing I, I referenced earlier on, which is the, the, the leadership and management of teams. And, uh, you know, if dentistry was delivered through an ATM, we wouldn't have to worry about teams, but it isn't delivered through a, a hole in the wall. It's people dealing with people. And so managing people, managing human nature, the human nature of every member of the dental team, the human nature of every patient is, I would argue, probably the biggest challenge of all, uh, because systems are predictable. You can create a predictable financial system, a predictable marketing system, a predictable patient journey system, but you can't predict the performance and behavior of people. And so that's where you've got to be able to react in real time to every single thing that happens. And that requires agility and it requires huge, huge leadership characteristics. So we've got lots of work to do. So you you talked, yes, we do. You, you talked about these um these areas, I believe there's you either had four or five of them, um, you know, starting with how do you get noticed? Let me ask you a question. If, if you were to, you know, if somebody had three credit cards and they wanted to pay off the balances on these cards, the smartest way to pay them off, the most efficient way would be to start with the one with the highest interest rate mm -hmm. first, right? And pay that, start paying that one first. Yeah. So if you had to tackle these areas and, and, you know, they're all kind of a mess, which area would you recommend to practice start to tackle? No. Um, I, I, of the systems that I've talked about, uh, the interesting thing, Patrick, is that is that when you go in and meet with a practice for the first time, they are somewhere on a timeline. And what I mean by that is that sometimes I'm approached by somebody who says, "I'm thinking of buying or opening my first dental office. I would like I would like some help because I'm a, a newbie. I'm a beginner." The next person comes along and says, listen, we've been running this practice for 10 years. Things are going pretty well, but we feel as if there are some weak links in the chain. And so those weak links are specific to the individual office that you're dealing with. And so I'm not turning up at a client's office. Oh, by the way, let me say in completeness, there are some people who come to me towards the end of their working career and they're saying, okay, I need an exit strategy for this. I need to know how to polish the silver before I put this practice up for sale. And of course, nowadays, one of the big things that we're seeing, certainly in the UK market, is that there are a lot more entrepreneurial dentists than there perhaps were 20 years ago who are saying, I would like to have 5, 10, 15, 20 offices in a group that I can then subsequently exit from down the line. So 
I am avoiding your question by saying you don't go in to see a client and say, I'm the big business coach, and so I think we should do finance first and then marketing second and so on. What you do is, to quote the late, great Stephen Covey, seek first to understand, then to be understood, listen to the client's story, listen to where they are on their timeline, listen to what they see as their own personal SWOT analysis for the business, and then say, okay, bearing in mind what you've told me about where you are today and about where you want to be next, I believe that this is going to be the order of play in order to get you in shape. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So let me ask you this question. The, you, you know you need a coach, right? You need help. You need someone to, to lock arms with to, to, to put these systems into place. Tell, tell us, how would you recommend a dentist or a practice owner go about finding a coach? A hundred percent word of mouth recommendation every single time. Um, and you, you've got to go back as a dentist. You've got to go back to your alumni. You've got to go back to any peer group that you're a member of, any postgraduate course where you've made some buddies along the way, and you've got to reach out through your own network and say, I think I might need some help here. Is there anybody out there that you would recommend to, to me? And I've got to tell you, Patrick, 100% of my new client signups are based on word-of-mouth recommendation. There's no other way. I don't have an advertising budget. I don't exhibit at trade shows. I don't take stands at exhibitions. Uh, I don't do any print media advertising within dentistry. Uh, I have an active social media profile. I publish a blog five days a week, a video blog five days a week, a newsletter mm. once a month. I do guest articles for dental magazines over here, and I will show up at a conference and speak. But apart from that, 100% of the time, when that initial email comes in or some other form of contact, um, you don't know me, but I know John Smith, and John Smith has been a client of yours, and John Smith says you're a good guy, and I'd like some help with this problem. So that's the way to do it. Makes sense. Chris, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I want, I want our audience to check out your website, um, check out those video blogs or vlogs and the, the blogs that you're publishing. The website is Coach barrow.com that's spelled coach b-a-r-r-o-w.com is that correct that's exactly right dead easy coach barrow.com and if you go there you can find links to absolutely everything and if you are interested we also have a very very active uh, facebook profile and if you just search for coach barrow on facebook or instagram uh, you'll see me showing up there as well excellent thank you so much for coming on we appreciate you huge pleasure thank you patrick Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.